making another run again, I could say. <laughs> making another run. The love boat. That's like your theme now. Soon we'll be making another run again. Again. The love boat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. And we're two Tenderfoot tourists. Welcome to episode 107 Sailing with Celebrity, a premium experience. It feels great to be behind the microphone again, doesn't it, Sandy? Yeah, I missed it terribly, and I feel terribly awkward. I said that too. <laughs> and I feel terribly awkward also behind the microphone. <laughs> wow. Up obviously, the obviously, there's an issue here. There you go. So Too much whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if anybody's listened Mojitos. to our podcast before... Sandy's an Awiscopalian. We have... <laughs> They're back. <laughs> I'm having a hard time sitting in my seat right now. Okay, so uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. Once again, we have our favorite two uh, cruising couples here, or couple. Cruising couple. You Whoa. can't talk either. Let's try that again. Oh, yeah, we have our favorite cruising couple in our studio. We've had them on before. Will you uh, introduce yourself to everyone, Justin and Wendy? <laughs> well, Steve. I'm Justin. And I'm Wendy. <laughs> All this time I've been calling you by the wrong names. I always thought it was Ken and Barbie. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I'm Chip. And I'm Dale. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, so once again we have you in the now why do we have you in studio? Are you recording now? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, can't take can't all that tell. out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm recording. You have us in studio again because we have, oddly enough, taken another cruise. Shocking. And we took a cruise on Celebrity Cruise Lines for the first time, and specifically on the ship that's called the Celebrity Equinox. And it's a ship that is part of a fleet that is considered a premium line. I was going to ask you if it did the, like the 12 parsecs. Yes, it can. Okay. It's very right. fast. Just checking. Um, <laughs> it's part of a premium line owned by Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean owns three different cruise lines with three different price points and experience. They have kind of their base level, the Royal Caribbean ships, which are many. Then they have a, a premium, which is like the second tier, and, the, and it's called the Celebrity. And then above that, they have Azamara, which we will never go on because it's very expensive. Well, uh, I was going to say that, <laughs> okay, so prior to us coming on and, and recording this podcast, we actually talked about some things that are – the differences that are between what the Royal Caribbean line is, its celebrity cruise line is, and uh, the, which is the premium. But there are some, like, differences in what they offer for a uh, – a, a potential customer, essentially, right? I mean, there are some various differences between the three. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we went on an 11 night cruise, which is the longest we've ever gone on one cruise. And I don't know about Wendy and Wendy can speak for herself, but for me, I came on with a certain expectation based on the conversations I've had with people about it, this particular cruise line or where I've read in various Facebook groups and social media. Um, and my expectations were obviously higher mm-hmm. than they would be on Royal Caribbean. And interestingly enough, some things definitely met my expectations maybe even exceeded them, but some things did not meet my expectations. And this is exactly what the episode is all about. Let people know these things so that they can make a proper judgment based upon your opinions. Yeah. And so I will kind of give you a few things that I see that are maybe the differences in that, why it's more of a premium line, then I'll let Wendy add what she wants to add. But the the things that I saw that made this cruise line and this cruise experience maybe be considered a more premium experience had to do with specific things. One of them being the quality of the food on the cruise ship, I'd say, was markedly better than on Royal Caribbean. You especially would see that within the buffet area. Ah, uh, food. Royal Caribbean day-to-day for breakfast and lunch. The evening's a little bit more diverse, but they pretty much have the same things every single day. And we're still talking about the food in the buffet. In the buffet area, yeah. Which in in Royal Caribbean, the buffet area is called the Windjammer. In Celebrity, it's called the Ocean View Cafe. And they had a humongous variety of different types of ethnic foods from Asia, from an Asian area to uh, a German area sometimes Ooh. to an English breakfast. I to, want to go. Yes. <laughs> um, it was varied every single day. Um, we mainly ate there for lunch when we did eat there. And breakfast. And breakfast. And they had a wide variety, and I think that the food quality was quite a bit better than Royal Caribbean's buffet area. We would even say that the buffet and celebrity, that the food quality was better than the main dining room in Royal Caribbean cruises. Wow. Wow. I really want to go there, because you know how it is with us. We don't ever just take a vacation. We take foodcations. We do. We do. We're all about the food. Well, and they had like an omelet station for breakfast where they would customize omelets to order they did um, sounds like what you would want belgian waffle stations they That's had mine. panini stations they Ooh. had to build your own pasta station where they cooked the pasta as you ordered it they actually put it in the water to to boil the pasta while they sauteed all of your vegetables and oh. and toppings and then you got to pick the sauces like that, that you wanted. so it was very good very fresh yes the variety was incredible um i don't know how many times they had Paella just mounded over, and it was very good with all the mussels and all the grains of rice were individual, very well cooked. That the presentation was a whole heck of a lot better, and the food was better. Um, are we still talking better. about? Are we talking just the buffet? Just the buffet? Just wow. the buffet area. So, is there a lot of premium restaurants that are on the Equinox? Because that's the, the I don't know if we mentioned that the, the the one that we went on, you went on, is the Equinox. Yes, Celebrity Equinox. There yeah. was quite a few. 
uh, there was Sushi on Five. Obviously, it's in the name that it was sushi. There is a restaurant called Murano, which is a French-American cuisine. There is a restaurant called Tuscan Grill that was markedly Italian. Mm-hmm. There is also a very unique experience, and it's only found at about three places in the world. Um, they had a eating event um, called La Petite Chef, which uses skull mapping technology where they animate the entire table. Oh, okay. So Yeah, we saw a video on that. Yeah, I was going to say, anyone who's listening now, if you go to YouTube, you can actually watch people who had videoed these things. How would you put in a search for that exactly so people can look at what you're talking about? I would about? just put like La Petite Chef or Cuisine, okay. um, Animated Table, Could they put Celebrity. In celebrity Dining uh, yeah. Animation. Yeah, probably. They'd probably find it we also way. took videos. If you would like us to share those with you, you can post oh, those directly in the link on oh, your yeah. site. That would be great. Yeah. But, but that was an interesting experience because you come in, narration begins, the room is darkened, your table is illuminated, your plate is illuminated by a, a light ring. Kind of, It's almost kind of like Tron-like. From above, right? Yes. And then the narration starts, and this small chef comes out onto your table and starts preparing each course. Uh, And that depends on what the course is. For instance, the first course was kind of like a bouillabaisse. And so he was fishing for the fish on your table in the ocean. (laughs) And it's a set menu. So that's the reason the projection um, lines up with the menu. I got it. I got it. And so he would prepare the, the dish for you. And then as soon as that part of the animation was over... Lights up, tables clear again, and they set the food before you that he was cooking in the animation. That is amazing. Yeah, and it goes that way for each thing. There was lobster there for the main course, and he goes and captures the lobster, and then he cooks the lobster in a vo- water underwater volcano. Oh, <laughs> there was I also mean, filet mignon yes. and um, ice cream sundae with fudge sauce, I believe, for yeah. dessert. But did he kill the cow? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. did he <laughs> but I mean, it was it's fun because like when he's fishing, he'll get he'll jump off of your plate and get on a sea do, <laughs> and drive the jet ski around your table looking for the ingredients for the items. It's it's an interesting experience. And our um our our table server one night told us about this dining experience and they only have it a few places in the united states one of them being on their cruise ships but they do have a land-based one i think he said new york city and Hmm. also in was it france or maybe it was france too but it was a 200 dollars a plate experience uh, on land which the food was very good mm -hmm. uh the portions were smaller than any other place that we had ate on board um, we did get a discount. It normally goes for $55 a person, and we just asked for a discount and was able to get it for $35 a person. So $60 or so $70. Just $70 happens, for the right? two of us. But we both agreed that it was probably a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Sure. We don't need to see it again unless we <laughs> happen to go with friends and they wanted to experience it. And Wendy brought, Wendy brought up a good cruising tip for any cruise. It does not hurt to go to any kind of specialty dining on a cruise ship and ask for a discount, most likely they will give you one. Not only are they kind of 
um, promoting that during the time you're on the cruise ship but even if they're not promoting you can generally go to any specialty dining restaurant and find some kind of discount because they have to make all the ship has to make quotas on all of their dining experience and let's say you're on 11 night like we were and you're getting towards the end of the trip and if they haven't made their quotas they start slashing prices on various things well i was going to say that when we were all going because we all went on to the uh uh, Enchantment of the Sea last month, uh, last May is when we did. It. Wow, it feels like it's long ago or longer than that. But yeah. last May, and we were sitting at the terminal waiting to board, and they had these people from uh, uh, Chops Grill going around getting already people booked. Yes, and I managed to get one for twenty dollars, twenty five dollars ahead. Was it twenty five dollars ahead? Yeah, which which good. normally is like fifty dollars. Is that right? It's up there, but that yeah, that was a good price. Yeah, so <laughs> we did. We did. I, I agree with you it's like it does not hurt no it, it, never, it never hurts, hurts. it's a, actually a good idea to do which that. that's actually um first of all celebrity does offer like dining packages just like royal does where you can buy a, a, a restaurant's um meal several of them and receive a discount but we found we got a better price just asking individually for a sale price um cheaper than what we could have gotten with a package. a package you heard but, it here folks but then yeah. you you also talked about people trying to sell you things at mm -hmm. the terminal. We found overall with Celebrity that they did not try to push the extras as much as Royal, which I really liked that. That's kind of nice. We yes. were never asked about upgrading drink packages okay. or restaurants. Funny you should say that because, you know, I'm still on the fence about cruising. I liked it. Yes. But... I'm wanting to try a larger ship and see yes. if it's different. And one of the things I really complained to Steve about is I felt like we were always being upsell, upsell, uh -huh. right? Upsale. Is that what you call it? Sold. Up, I mean, yeah. all the time, people coming up wanting to sell you stuff, and it bugged me. I thought, leave me alone on my vacation, you know? Yes. So that is appealing to me too. But we've also we heard same people on like the the facebook forums and things that were on the exact same cruise as us that had a completely different experience yeah. saying that they were upsold all the time hmm. but we found that if there was ever something that that would have needed like additional money or something the person that we dealt with on the wait staff was like that's not included in your package just to let you know and we're like oh well what is you yeah know? what and, is yeah and, let me know and it, they were very accommodating they never yeah. tried to say well if you upgraded to this package then you can have everything that you're accustomed to plus this right see i mean i'm almost like a complete opposite with sandy i'm i'm sold on cruising i, I love cruises now when I say sold on it, doesn't mean that like I'm 100%, but because I, I still want to go and visit my, I do a podcast about traveling. I can't focus just on cruising. I like to do other things other than, but I really am sold on cruising. I think it's a great economical way to actually have a really great vacation and be pampered. And I really don't mind the upselling because I can just simply say no. And I don't feel pressured by anybody there when we were on there. To, to actually go with that upsell. In fact, sometimes I like to know what is available to me because you know what? I might be interested in like buying like uh, like the sushi classes. I'm so glad that lady came up to our table when we were at Chops Grill and asked us if we'd be interested in doing a, a sushi classes. That was a lot of fun. And we had a great time. And we recently even tried to do it here at home and it's not the same. It's <laughs> just not the same. <laughs> it tasted good, but it... Looked really look atrocious. Pretty? Yeah, but yeah. anyway, so so celebrity. Um, so we're looking at premium uh, premium 
cruising. Yes. And you not only have like really good food in your opinion, it's just really out, out, outrageous. And also on top of that, uh, some of the dining experience with the animation they do on the plates and stuff is, yeah. is just like otherworldly. My question is for, is like, what are, what kind of people normally ride on that cruise? I mean, do you see okay. families? Or yeah, I could, you- I could, I could answer that. Celebrity in general is an older crowd. Um, because of various reasons, I think, because it's probably a little bit more expensive. Also, because lots of times it has longer cruises, like we were on there 11 night. So we were probably some of the youngest people on the ship. Um, I'm in my 40s and my wife's in their late 30s. Um, it was interesting, though, and I know I probably get hate mail for this. <clears throat> but the one thing that I, when we're talking about passengers, the one thing that did bother me and... I have to say there was a lot of older people on this cruise that there was a lot more people rude to the staff on this uh, ship. And it that's a shame. It that is a shame. Me. It bothered me. I saw many people, passengers treating staff inhumane and very unkind. And that's and, not necessarily to say that's that's straight across the board every single cruise, but on your certain experience when it came to that particular yes. cruise. It was a lot more than real cribbing as far as oh, rude passengers. I'm sure. Well, I'm and sure. also something else that we observed too on Royal Caribbean, you're going to have some people that are partying, having a good time, but we very rarely encountered drunk people on Royal Caribbean. We encountered far more drunk people on celebrity really it was an older crowd and we saw more people you know rolling down the beaches because they've had too much um yeah that was surprising it really was um but it is a demographic a different demographic it's an older demographic and going back to the differences on the specialty dining and and in in that area now, when it came to their specialty dining, it was very, very good. It was on par with Royal Caribbean. So the difference between real, specialty dining on Royal Caribbean and celebrity, in my opinion, is not a huge difference. The difference came in the buffet areas, in the variety, and the variety in the main dining room. But with that, I have had... There was one particular experience we had that was the best dining experience I ever had on any ships and any specialty dining restaurant, and that was Murano's. Murano's. What uh-huh. kind of restaurant is that? That's the French-American restaurant. Lots of butter, lots of cream. Mm-hmm. It was the best Can't go wrong food that. I ever had. The oh, best, yeah. the best um, service I ever had. And I will say that there, that is the difference on a premium ship. I do believe the service is a notch above. We had a gentleman, and he was from the Punjab province of India. His name was Angelo. That's what I love about these cruise ships. (laughs) Yes. It gets such a diverse crowd. It is. It's a cornucopia. It's a a United Nations. And this man was very – this man had a very elegant presence. He was a great host. To the point where there's a story here, I think, when I'm talking to him. His speaking voice was incredible. This is a very interesting little experience I had with him. I asked Angelo, I said, have you always been on a cruise ship? 
if if you haven't been, what have you done in your life? He starts telling me a little bit about his life. He'd been on a cruise on Celebrity for 15 years, but get this: before he worked on Celebrity mm-hmm. as a server, he was a broadcaster in India. Wow! There and you can is. tell by his voice. And for a for one of their more prestigious uh, television really? uh, companies. But he told me he makes more money on a celebrity <laughs> ship than he did as a broadcaster in India. I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that either, but he said that's the exact truth. I always hear it's just the opposite whenever it comes to people working on the cruise ship. You make pennies or peanuts, if you will, whichever one you want to pick. But for most of them, they support entire families. But, I, but wow. yeah, I've shocked- never heard that it was a little amount. I already, I've always heard they get paid well. Well... Mm. It, for well, for them for an American, in their country, they get paid well. Yeah, right. For yes. American, we're going like I can't survive right. on that. Yeah. But I, but what shocked me about that was him saying he was a broadcaster. Yeah. Yeah. And he still made better money on the cruise ship. So shout amazing. out to him if he's ever listening. Hopefully someday he will. But he was a fantastic uh, server and hostess. But that was the best experience that I have ever had on a cruise ship in a dining experience. I was going to say staffing as far as like staffing uh, compared to like the Royal Caribbean line and the celebrity. Would you say, like you said, it's it's a step above, right? It's straight across the board everywhere, even the people who um, service your quarters and everything like that, right? I would say yes for the most part. Um, our room attendant, I don't remember her name um, but she was good we didn't see her a whole lot there were some differences like with royal it seemed like whenever we would go out in the morning that as soon as we would come back to the room after breakfast everything would kind of be picked up sometimes it wasn't until like after lunch or there there was even one time that we came back from an excursion and we went back to our room and she wasn't finished yet and it was probably like two o'clock in the afternoon And she was like, can you come back? So I didn't really care for that. Oh, okay. Um, But on the other hand, like the bed wasn't super comfortable in the room and Justin was fine with it. But I like my back really hurt after the first night. Sounds like me on enchantment. I know. And so um, I the room attendant asked if everything was okay and if we had slept well. And I told her, well, the bed was kind of hard. Do you have any of like the the mattress toppers and she's like well it has a mattress topper on there already i was like well i was just asking because i was really uncomfortable last night well i found um when we came back to our room that evening she had found like an eggshell mattress and since justin didn't want it she even doubled it over so that i had twice the padding on my side and then the next morning she made an effort to say was that better i was like well it was better but i was still uncomfortable so when i came back for turn down that following night there was another one that she had doubled over she did wow. everything that she could to try to make me as comfortable see and that's princess in the pea yeah the <laughs> thing is the thing is is that's the kind of thing it that I look for in the, an attendant for, cause I mean, the attendant we had, which I wish I could remember his name right off the top of my head. I can't remember, but he was amazing. I mean, yes. he was, was it Alistair. Alistair, you are correct. Wow. They I'm usually good. are very good at what they do. And I asked him cause I was having the same problem you were having, but he said that they had nothing on board. Everything was already taken up. Everybody already called dibs on whatever they could. They didn't mm-hmm. have any, what you had, but he did. He goes, well, I'm, and he ended up putting a whole bunch of blankets. Yeah. The comforters, the comforters, mm-hmm. Like three or four comforters. Yeah. So I go, okay, well, you know what? 
I appreciate the effort. I can tell that he's trying to make me as comfortable as possible. For me, it was like a drug because there was that slight rocking. That's what I I was out. That's what I like. I sleep the best on a cruise ship of anywhere. Uh, But like different things like that, like I always take post-it notes. So if there was something that I wanted to know or um, different things, I would leave her a note and she would always like write back and make sure that I had gotten it. We had asked for ice in our room. So there was always ice. Um, The last evening we ended up having some friends that we met on the ship over. And so she was like, I ordered some cheese plates for you guys. And she made sure that we had glasses and ice and everything so there were some things that she was like really really great at that that it made the other things tolerable you know and i think Mm -hmm. that within them they're all very very busy so i thought she did a great job she was totally typical of most people on a cruise ship your cabin attendants they usually do a very good job it's kind of like one of those things if you're at a a restaurant the food could used to be horrible but if server keeps up on you and shows attention to you and keeps up on your drink and everything and tries that and go out of their way to make you have a a good experience Mm -hmm. at the restaurant they'll always get a tip for me yeah it makes it makes a difference and that and i would say that about if we're comparing and contrasting the the things that make celebrity premium and not like luxury is that it's small things like that like at Mm -hmm. night when they do turn down they put chocolates on your pillow Mm, or when you embark on the ship they hand you a glass of champagne oh wow they're they do small things like that that really add up one thing that i was totally we were both totally amazed by Mm -hmm. we had a we had a, a drink package Mm-hmm. And our drink package would allow you to get any drink complimentary that was $9 or below. We got many drinks above $9, and we were never charged the difference. Oh, ever. wow. Wow. Now, why, why, go ahead. That's not what – they're not supposed to do that. We never asked for it. We never said, hey, why don't you just, you know – they did they did that on their own they never charged us for the overages on whatever we got but one of the things that i think could have happened on that from what i've read before is that a lot of times those drinks that are over nine are made with premium alcohols and so a lot of times they'll look and see what they can substitute that's included in your package Mm. so it was either them taking the initiative on well we're going to make sure that give them as close as they can without charging them extra or they were like uh, it's not worth the hassle we'll just go ahead and yeah, right. either way give them what they ordered. we didn't have to do that i will say again back to the food talking about compare and contrast mm-hmm. the best ambiance and the best view we've ever had was at their restaurant called tuscan grill it was amazing which is <laughs> a fantastic italian restaurant where all the pasta is made fresh daily every single type of pasta nice. is made yeah. there on the premises mm-hmm. wendy touched upon that when she talked about they'll make the pasta right there in front of you and they'll even boil it and do all that and that was stuff. at the buffet yeah and that, that, was the oh, buffet. that was at the buffet, was at the buffet. buffet. i'm talking about at the specialty oh. restaurant but we were setting on the back of the ship, entire glass windows, floor to ceiling, wall to wall, and on our table, and we're watching the ship sail with its trails from the um, from the 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 rudders. 
or the as propellers. As the sun was setting. Oh, as the sun was setting. That's a nice view. So I mean, it was a beautiful view. And that was one of those things. Our um, our waiter in the main dining room. His name was Pedro. We love Pedro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that he was like I just like you, saying Pedro. Oh no, we have some really good stories about Pedro. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I might tell him, but. He said, if you want to eat at any of the specialty restaurants, let us let me know and I will arrange it like the best price for you. And so we knew we wanted to do Tuscan and he secured a price for us. And we told him we would like to sit by the windows because they've got like an inner part that you can sit at. But the windows are all great. And he was like, if you show up at this time, I can get you the best table in the house. And I think it was. It was. It was the best table we could have. So what made it the best table? Right. Center glass wall okay. looking out onto the ocean, nice. right yeah. by the wake, right by the wake. Yes, oh. it was. It was wonderful. That was our favorite part of the ship on the yeah. Enchantment. It was, was watching the wake go away, and it's some of the best photos I got. Oh, some of the best. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's best sunset photos. That's too. That's where we got the pictures of the and got the the chefs from the kitchen. Oh yeah, just hanging out back there, and it yeah. was. It looked like a commercial. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. The beauty of it. Yeah. And I would say at Tuscan, I had lobster pasta and also filet mignon. You can do half orders of the pasta. Mm. And I would say the filet mignon at Tuscan was the best steak I've ever had, even <laughs> over Chop's Grill. Really? Filet. Wow. It was amazing. That says something. And then their desserts were all incredible. Yes. There was... There was some interesting ships, things on the ship as well, interesting features. It had an entire lawn on the top of the ship, the top deck called the Lawn Club, where you could play cr- cr- uh, croquet and bocce ball. And also up there, they showed movies so you could picnic out on the lawn. Oh, how wild. Um, also in that area was the glass blowing shop, one of the only glass blowing shops at sea. They, that does not sound, that sounds risky. It, it's it was great and you yeah that was a nice little perk for you wasn't yeah, it yeah because she's saying 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 that because I'm a glass blower by hobby um, and so I got to make a piece of glass on a cruise ship out in the middle of the ocean that is um, awesome it's a, an experience you hardly can find anywhere else um, I was gonna say I, I don't think we told anybody how big this ship is um, okay it's not the largest ship that's out there in the the panoply of different type of ships that royal caribbean has no it's only like a little over a thousand feet long and it's got two thousand uh 2800 passengers 2800 that's it 2800 yeah. different pa- yeah. passengers so. no it's a good size ship it's not a small ship it's it's kind of a mid-size ship yeah um compared to royal caribbean ship it would be comparable to the voyager class i yeah. believe in like royal navigator caribbean. of the seas or something like that right um but the ship was very chic it was very modern. Um, it's not, and nothing against Carnival. We're not ship snobs or cruise line snobs. Carnival has, most of the ships are very kind of Mardi Gras, bright, glitzy type of thing. This ship is kind of very chic, more subdued um, type of experience. Well, it's it's a, it's really doing a lot of catering towards people who are retired, I'm assuming. It does, yep. So, um, so that brings up a really good point. And since you have a lot of older people, there's a lot of scooters, there's a lot of mobility issues. Oh. We found that there were a lot more elevators. Okay. Elevators were larger and you never had to wait on them. Oh. It was always very, very quick to and also with like Royal Caribbean, sometimes you to get somewhere you would have to go up or down a level and then walk across and then go back up or down. They have where you can get to anything on any level. 
wherever you're at yeah. Yeah. on that yeah, level. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really nice. Yeah, I found that really confusing on our cruise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this this ship experience, and for we understand it's just celebrity in general. It's more of a relaxed experience. You're not going to have as many activities on a celebrity ship as you do a Royal Caribbean ship. Right. Um, that's a marked difference. They had some pretty neat activities that they had. For instance, they had indoor archery mm-hmm. where you would um, shoot a Nerf archery or an Nerf um, bow at some uh, targets. They had, a, they had a golfing challenge inside in mm-hmm. the atrium. They had some neat things. But. It's more of a ship that you want to just relax, set by the pool all day type of ship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's not going to be action packed. They don't have eat, cl- sleep, and relax. Yeah, they don't have climbing walls. They don't have zip lines. They don't have bumper cars. They don't have water slides. So, they don't have any of that. What that tells me is, is it's got a very or- adult oriented sort of yes. sort of atmosphere. It does because the things that Royal Caribbean offer, like rock climbing and and bumper cars and things like that, are for families. Yes, they have kids and stuff. Yes. So I mean that's I think it's probably safe to say that if you're if a customer or a person who's looking to go on a cruise and have a little dough to spend, then that might be the one they want because it is subdued. Yes, it's kind of calm now. Now with that being said, are people able to handle their alcohol? <laughs> uh, like you said, there were more people on this ship that had too much. Um, you know, no one brawling or anything like that. I will say they had some really cool. Um, things to do at night. One of them being a silent disco, mm-hmm. which if you've ever heard of silent yeah. disco, yeah, it's kind of weird when you walk up on one yes. because you see these people dancing yep. and you don't hear any music. Right, you're wearing a set of headphones, and generally you might have two or three different styles of music to choose from. And you flip a switch on your headphone, you start dancing to that music, and so everyone is dancing to a different style of music, and it gets fun when you take your headphones off and people are screaming to the top of their lungs, some kind of Van Halen song while someone's singing <laughs> garth brooks That's you know awesome. and they're dancing around some are going slow and some are going fast that was a very one thing we noticed on this ship as far as the dancing and the people having a good time they had a better time on this ship than royal caribbean ships because i think with royal caribbean it's still kind of that younger crowd that they're like i'm afraid i'm gonna look stupid if i cut loose yeah. and have fun and so the people that were fun on celebrity were a lot of fun like we would see people around the ship the entire cruise that we would know each other by first names because we would go to the same type of joints and we could just cut back and have a really good time with them but kind of going back to the family Mm. thing because there's not like a whole lot of family activities to do that you'll even hear celebrity kind of has the um gives off an impression that not the cruise line itself, but the people that cruise on Celebrity aren't big fans of families going on vacations and kids. So, like, the entire cruise, we saw maybe, like, a handful of children. Mm -hmm. And they were all well-behaved, and, like, we would have no issue cruising with them. But a lot of people are like, kids, they shouldn't be in these places. (laughs) They do say that there, there are a lot of people on celebrity ships who do not want kids whatsoever on there. Which we have no problem with kids if you make your kids behave. We always took yeah, our I kid with us. Yeah. And, you know, it's a vacation. You should have fun. You should be together as a family. But some people just kind of take it to the well, extreme and say, are haters. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. if you go on a cruise or if you go, let's just say, if you go on a plane, just expect some kid to be throwing an 
absolute fit. <laughs> yes. And just accept it for what it is. I mean, it is what it is. You can't make it. You can't go over and it's like I'm going to spank your child. Okay, if that's okay. <laughs> you can, but you'll get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. You can't really do that. So, make a long story short. Um, whenever, the, just go ahead and get it set in your mind that these things are going to happen. Don't let it interfere with your good time. Anyway. Yeah, it's, but it's what you make of it. It is what yeah. you make of it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think we can uh, finish this podcast, this one, this episode, and we can come back for a second one. And uh, and then when you guys come back, what we'll do is we'll talk about like your uh, the ship itself as far as activities go. What okay. you and also the ports. Sure. If that's okay with you. It's okay right. with me, Steve. Yeah, I think I think we definitely want to get into their ports. Yeah. And um, we'll just say they had a muddy experience. A muddy yes. experience. It was we a little had dirty. A, a little yeah, dirty. dirty, dirty. We had a yes. volcanic experience. A volcanic experience. That is true. Sandy, I really enjoyed this episode. Was it another great episode? It was another great episode. Although our guests really helped. That's true. That's it always true. makes it better with them here. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And you know what? Uh, we'll have you on the next episode, and we'll talk about what we talked about before. I mean, we'll talk. Will ab- we? Will yeah. we? <laughs> I think we'll talk. We'll expound upon that. Yes, we'll talk about the ship itself, and it's also its excursions, and uh, and you have something really cool well, to tell us about disembarkation and, and embarkation. Yeah. Yes, we don't want to forget that. Thank you for listening to episode number 107, Sailing with Celebrity, a premium experience. Two Tenderfoot Tourists is a family-friendly podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify, just to name a few. To get in touch with us and chat about this podcast or even your travel experiences, simply email us at tenderfoottourists at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to check out our website at twotenderfoottourists.com. That's T-W-O, tenderfoottourists.com. Keep those suggestions coming, and maybe you'll give us our best episode of 2019. I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. Until next time. Stay tender. Stay tender.